Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now on with the episode. Hello, folks. Jeff C. here. And I wanted to take a quick second to tell you how much I appreciate you listening to this show. Your time is valuable, and I know you could be spending it in multiple ways. And I really am humbled that you take the time to listen to this show. The second thing is that after many requests, I'm excited to share a new opportunity with you. If you're ready to level up your repurposing skills, I'm going to be offering a training on Descript starting at the end of May. This class is designed to take you deeper into the world of repurposing and transform you into a true Descript expert. By the end of the class, you'll know my exact workflow and have a roadmap for creating your own easy-to-apply templates to your projects. To learn more and to secure your spot, visit jeffc.com forward slash Descript 101. That's J-E-F-F-S is in Sam, I-E-H dot com forward slash Descript 101. Don't miss this chance to elevate your repurposing game. And now, on with the show. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts. Creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm just happy to be here. And I'm also Connor Brown. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media and more. And today we're going to be chatting about setting up a successful online summit and developing a solid post-summit plan, which is super important after the fact. So we're going to be exploring some key ingredients for hosting a successful online summit, including selecting the perfect topic and speakers, promoting your event, and creating engaging and valuable content for your audience. We're also going to be discussing how to keep the momentum going after your summit ends, like how to repurpose content, one of my favorite topics, by the way, uh, ongoing engagement, and how to follow up with attendees to keep them interested in your brand. And then additionally, we're going to be talking about some common mistakes to avoid in that strategy after your summit and how to leverage those partnerships and collaborations for future projects. We're also going to be discussing Katie's upcoming Instagram boot camp. So you want to stick around for that, uh, but get ready to learn some valuable insights and take your online events to the next level. Grab that notepad because this is going to be amazing. Katie, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me back on your show. Yeah. And like I mentioned, kind of in the pre-show, she has been on the show before and uh, make sure you guys go back and listen to that episode because she's amazing and she's going to be amazing today. But if you don't know who Katie is, let me introduce you. Katie Brinkley is an expert in leveraging social media for growth. With 19 years of experience, she's helped businesses of all sizes, including AT&T and DirecTV, to solopreneurs and local businesses to build a strategy to attract the right followers and generate consistent leads. Her platform agnostic approach ensures bottom line results at every stage of the sales process. And her background is in radio, which you can tell if you listen to her podcast, it's pretty amazing too. Uh, And she's got some social savvy that she allows her to bring her unique insights and effectively share her client stories through their social media strategy. With her guidance, her clients are able to grow their audience and income in just an hour a week. So Katie, thank you so much for coming back on the show and sharing your wisdom with us. Yeah, like I said before, thank you again so much for having me on the show. And it's always a pleasure to to talk with you, Jeff. And Connor, I'm excited to, to have the opportunity to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, I have Connor. so many questions, so hopefully <laughs> I don't. <laughs> he'll just he'll just butt in as, as always yeah. this, is, this is so much fun about the show so before we get started i want to do a big shout out to the sponsors of our show ecam you can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash ecam they're amazing they are what makes this show happen but also we just got done this tuesday was my session it was monday and tuesday with their leap into live now if you missed it you're like oh my gosh i missed it guess what you can get the replays. Now, this is what's amazing. If you go to ecamm.tv forward slash leap replay, that's ecamm.tv forward slash leap leap replay, you can get access for only $10 to 
all of them. Like, I mean, from the Leap into Podcasting we did earlier in the year, um, like two years worth of stuff for only $10. And there's some really great speakers in there. My friend Jim Fuse and Chris Stone spoke in that as well. So make sure you guys get that. $10. I mean, that's like, that's just a large coffee, right, at Starbucks? I mean, come on. You can do that, right? What happened to my, what's going on here? I just, did I lose you guys? I'm here. You, you, you said that's like a large. You said that's like a large coffee at Starbucks, and then it got really quiet. And I was like, oh. "Is that my cue?" Because everyone knows I just love my coffee, and <laughs> I need to chime in. Or <laughs> it's weird because I think my internet is being funky today, and I don't think I don't think my wife's in there watching Netflix. She should be at school anyway. Uh, EKM.tv forward slash leap replay is where you want to go um, and uh, check that out. So I'm going to go ahead and get that off uh, here. As we had some hiccups, so da, 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 there we go. All right, so let's jump into these questions. Uh, yeah, Jim says I froze for a second. Hopefully, it was in a very attractive, uh, masculine pose. That's what usually happens when it's typically froze. Jeff is typically when your face is like this. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway, we'll edit that out of the uh, old podcast. But anyway, let's get started. Let's talk about this. You know, first of all, Katie, I want to know just off the the top of the 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 show here is why did you decide to do a, a online summit? Because it's a lot of work. Um, and kind of why did you decide to do it? Is this your first one? And uh, just kind of give us a kind of a wrap up of it. Yeah, and so I, I had my very first summit, Social Profit Lab, in February of 2023. And I've spoken on lots of virtual summits. And I, I absolutely love them. I, I love the networking that happens between speakers. And they've just been a lot of fun. And so I was like, you know what? I've always kind of enjoyed being a speaker on these. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time for me to go ahead and host my own. I, But like you just said, Jeff, I had no idea how <laughs> much work it would be. Right. And I had I, hindsight, and then we'll get into this. Like I had, I made it too big for my very first summit. Mm -hmm. and, and I definitely feel that it was it was a great success. But I think I went too big for my very first one. So when you say too big, like you had too many speakers or you had too many mm -hmm. days, what, are, what what do you mean by too big? It, both. So I had okay. 40 over, I think I had 43 speakers mm -hmm. and then I also spoke, but every single session I, inter so I went to, oh, yeah. it, it, everything was pre-recorded. So I did an intro, the speaker presented, and then I came back and I did like a 15 minute interview. So it was an hour of basically 43 hours of oh, wow. interviews within uh, 40 days. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. And that's just the interviews. I had sponsors involved. Right. I had my own session. I had to do all the promo. So, I mean, it was, it was a lot of work and I don't, I didn't realize I have such a new appreciation for anyone that hosts online events because, or even in-person events, there's so mm -hmm. much behind the scenes that people don't realize that's involved. And I wanted to to have these the opportunity to bring all the people that I truly respect and learn have learned from over the past few years. Jeff, I did reach out to you, but you didn't respond. But uh, I, I mean, like all the different people that I learned from over the past few years of uh, getting them on the same stage to help somebody that was at a spot that I was three years ago, because all the pe all the people that were on my event helped me in some shape or form. And I wanted to bring all those brilliant minds together for a summit. Well, uh, that must be in my snack wow. box, but I would have done it. I would have done it if uh, we'll do it I next time. I was surprised that you didn't respond, but I mean, like, you know, in hindsight, yes. next time, it, next I, time uh, when I do it. You, you could have messaged, did you message me or was it an email? It was an email. Was That's, an email. yeah, I'm horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but if you had messaged me, I would have responded. But, Connor, quick, save us so I don't look so bad. <laughs> so, when we think of an online summit and we know that there's so much that goes into it, uh, I'm interested to know, Katie, what did you think was going to be a success once you were done with it? What were you trying to focus on? And then, what are the key ingredients to make the online uh, summit successful in the first place? With online summits, I, I believe that a lot of the goal is for list building. You want to grow your email list. You're bringing a bunch of people in there to grow your list. It wasn't fine. Like I didn't, I sold tickets to it. I sold sponsorships to it, but I honestly, it was, if I would have put that much effort and time into different aspects of my business, I would have made a whole lot more money. So it was not like the money side of it. R truly, 
I wanted to get my favorite people in a room together and have them all learn from each other and network together. And it's made me so happy to see, you know, Samantha has now guested on Alicia's podcast and Bree was over on, you know, uh, Andrea's show. And it's just been really cool to see these people who didn't know each other before now collaborating. And I think the last time I was on my this show, I, I wore my collaboration over competition shirt. And it really is one of my favorite things about social media and the people that I've learned from is collaborating. I, mm. I wish that I had a better answer for you other than like, I wanted all of my friends to meet each other, but that's really what I wanted was to have all these people in a room sharing their brilliance and then finding ways to collaborate with each other after the summit was over. And for me, that's been a huge success to see these collaborations happening. So, uh, I, I want to touch on that because I think I, you and I are in the same wavelength about collaboration. In fact, Connor's here because we met at a different uh, mm -hmm. conference that we were on together. I've had a lot of guests on my show. Uh, Paul has been a, a co-host of my sh uh, uh, show as well. I've interviewed him. I, I love the collaboration and I like working together and putting those pieces together. And um, I, I, with Kim Garst, I've done some projects with her, done some projects with, with, yeah, she is. Um, and one of the things that we, we were very, when we talked about, you know, doing business together and I've done the same with Lou is I said, listen, I would rather lose business than the relationship. Yeah. And so that's the thing. I think if you, you can tell when people are trying to get something from you, you know, you've been around, yeah. you know, you yeah. know that the, here it comes is going to be that, that sales pitch. Um, pitch. But if you, <laughs> but if you really have that uh, collaboration and you want to go into it, so it's a win-win for both of you. That's where magic happens. And I think I love that you built your conference on that. And I think uh, more online summits would have success if they came in with that angle. So kudos to okay. you for that. That's really cool. <laughs> so let's go back to like, how did you, when you were researching this and you decided, okay, I want to do the conference. I want to get these people in the room because they're all amazing. And I want to do some networking. How did you choose a topic or the speakers? Did you just, I guess you sent emails out. But did you, I did. <laughs> did, how did you, how did you try to get the speakers in? And did you like, um, were like, Oh, I had more responses than I know what to do with. Or was like, Oh, I got to get some more speakers. I got to pull some teeth. Like talk about kind of setting it up and putting it all together. Yeah. So when I decided to do the summit, it was really a, an extension of my podcast, Rocky Mountain Marketing. Mm. And my podcast, which you've been a guest on, Jeff, uh, is the opportunity to have somebody come in. Uh, so three episodes a month are a digital marketing expert that comes in and shares one very specific strategy that's going to help entrepreneurs with their business. Like I, I had Judy Fox come on mm -hmm. and she didn't just talk about LinkedIn. She came on and talked about how to use LinkedIn newsletters effectively. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I wanted to have for the summit and have an even longer presentation from these people it, mm -hmm. because, you know, with podcasts, it's a two way conversation right. here. I wanted to have these people come in and actually share their brilliance. And so uh, that's what, that's what the summit was, was I brought in all of my favorite uh, people that I've seen either speak on stage or that have been uh, a past guests of Rocky Mountain Marketing. And after that, I had about 32 or about 30, yeah, 32 speakers. And I wanted to have 35. And mm. so I sent out emails to all the people that had been on the show that I really in, felt like they would give a valuable presentation from and um, had them come in. And then I was like, okay, well, I want to get like three more. And so I opened it up and I posted on social media mm -hmm. and then I got oh, about a hundred submissions. Oh gosh. Yeah. And so that's how I ended up with 43 speakers was because mm -hmm. I, I couldn't, I was like, oh man, I, I've never had, a, um, who was somebody. So like uh, Donna Bowling, yeah. she and I knew each other from clubhouse days, but you know, we just followed each other on social media. She hadn't been a guest on my show or anything, but she applied. And I was like, I would love to have her come on. And so, I mean, it was, there was people that applied that I had, weren't even on my radar for this. And they, it was again, a great opportunity to bring them in. And I had such an overwhelming response for those three spots. That's why I opened up 10 more. I definitely feel like if I would have stuck to those three, I would have felt a little less overwhelmed, but um, it, it definitely, 
I think that the the whole purpose of the show of the show of the summit was mm -hmm. to take people from where they're at right now with their business and fix the one thing that they probably were missing because mm -hmm. so many times it's just tweaking one small thing that's going to have massive results. And when I started really building out the speaker list, I was like, well, I can't even talk about like how to use LinkedIn newsletters if somebody doesn't know how to set up their LinkedIn profile. So I need yeah. to have somebody speak about that. And well, I, what if somebody's not even, doesn't even know who their target audience is yet? I need to have somebody in here that can speak on that. So we took people from the entire uh, foundations of where they're at with their business, the business foundations. Okay. Do you have a strong brand message? Do you know who your target audience is through the, the whole pipeline of like, okay, now you know who your target audience is. What platform should you be on? So is podcast hosting a right option is being on LinkedIn? What platform you want to be on? Here's how to maximize yourself on that platform. And then we went into day four on how to make sales. So now that we have know who our audience is, know what platforms to be on, how do we sell to them from these platforms? So that was the entire basis of the summit. And I didn't want to just do, it was originally going to be just social media, but I right. didn't want to put the cart before the horse <laughs> and be yeah, like, all right, yeah. so this is how you use LinkedIn newsletters. And someone's like, wait a second, my LinkedIn, I'm, I'm not even in creator mode. Right, right. Well, I, that is would be over it makes my head hurt just even thinking about it so but we have gary stockton saying judy fox rocks because you had some great uh even though some people didn't respond uh we had some great <laughs> guests on there judy fox of course is amazing uh, we need to get her back on this show uh that would be awesome but um yeah um connor i know you had some questions too about um yeah, yeah go ahead you know in in a previous life i, I worked for an organization that put on events um huge conferences. We're talking like 7,000 people in attendance. Um, and of course, when the pandemic hit, we had to convert all those from in-person to virtual. So I know what it takes. I know <laughs> right. it's a crazy amount of time and effort and, and things you have to put in it. I'm curious, Kitty, your thoughts on one, virtual fatigue, if, if that's mm -hmm. a thing that you saw at all, but also, you can build it, but you want the people to come. And it's such a daunting task to convince them to show up and that they're going to get stuff out of this and register and sign up and all that. So what were some best practices when it came to promoting your summit and driving attendance? So I had over 1,100 people sign up uh, wow. to wow. attend. And yeah, which I was really excited about. Uh, and I think that it was was because we had such a you know, like, oh, well, I need to learn about this or, oh, I'm interested in that. But like you said, getting people to show up, I used a Facebook group. And so I did a lot of promotion in a Facebook group. So once people signed up for the free event, they got access to the free Facebook group. And I did a lot of promotion in there leading up to it. I went live in there. I posted questions. I was trying to drive up conversations and really build a community in there. The Facebook group, like I said, I had 1,100 people sign up with their email address, but the Facebook had about half that. So it had 550. So it actually is exactly that. But but, but anyways, um, I had 550 people join the Facebook group. And I went in there and really did a lot of community building and dr tried to drum up excitement, brought different speakers in to go live in there just to kind of talk about their session a little bit. But one thing I did once the summit was live was I did live panels every day in the Facebook group and a variety of the, the guests or the speakers showed up. We talked about something in particular that was for the theme of the day. Mm -hmm. And it helped a lot of people, I think, be like, oh, I want to go check out that session. And then there was people, some of the speakers that had spoken the day before and I was, I would say like, oh yeah, I mean, like if you didn't get the VIP, you're going to mm -hmm. want to go back and watch this person's session because they talked even more in depth on this. And so that helped a lot of the, the VIP ticket sales because it was a free event. And then yeah. you have to get the recordings, you had to pay $47 or something. I, I feel like it was a no brainer, but <laughs> it's, but, but I mean like, so that was one of the ways that I was able to really ensure that people showed up and watched the different sessions that that mattered um, because it the speakers coming for those live panels in the Facebook group, I think really allowed 
for a virtual event, that's one of the things is, is seeing the speakers in the hallway, mm. the seeing the speakers in different yeah. rooms or after they, their session so that they can answer your questions. So having the speakers on those panels in the Facebook group, I think really drove a lot of uh, viewership for their right. for different sessions and um, helped build out that that Facebook community. So I I have a couple of follow up questions. Um, one, did you have like was it just you or did you have a team? Like how many people were working on this thing? Because so I I have a social media agency. So I mean right. it's not just me here. Um, so I have a graphic designer. I have a video editor. Um, I have a a copywriter. So I mean I had my entire team do. Right working overtime, um, in addition to our day-to-day stuff. Right. Uh, so they, they were there in the background helping with all that. But then I did hire uh, a summit manager. Her name is Jenny Wright. You guys should cool. all follow her on, she's on Instagram, she's on LinkedIn, but this is all she does. And she did a lot of the project management. So she helped me like, okay, so now we're, we're three months out, Katie, and it seems like you have a ton of time, but you have, don't, you need to be doing this and this and this. And, <laughs> but I mean, having her do that, absolutely helped because I was recording some summit session. And this is another mistake I made is I'm, I planned my summit over the holidays um, mm-hmm. for recording over the mm-hmm. holidays. And a lot of people said, yeah, I can do it before Christmas. And <laughs> then, you know, like the holidays happened, we're like, actually, I can't do it. Family's coming into town. So I ended up doing almost all my re- session recordings oh, wow. in one month. Um, so, I mean, having Jenny there to kind of be like, Hey, what should I do here? And she's like, it's okay. Go ahead. And what we're going to do is this instead. And so having somebody that's done, she's done over 300 of these. So Mm -hmm. having somebody that's done like project managed over 300 virtual events was such a nice benefit to have. And I, during this, this uh, summit, I, I called her my puppet master because she was, (laughs) you know, I was just her puppet. Okay. I'll go do this now. So, but she, she definitely guided me and was a huge, reason as to to why I knew a lot of the things to do with this, because I would have had no idea to even do the Facebook group. And that was not work on social media. But I mean, like I would have had no idea to, okay, let's do this so that people can feel a sense of community before they show up for this virtual event, which all they did is have an email address. Like, let's make them feel like they're really a part of something. That's great. That's awesome. So I want to back to your promotion kind of side of things that Connor was Mm -hmm. asking you about before. A lot of times, like when I go speak at a virtual event, um, and it varies, but sometimes they'll be like, okay, thanks for saying you're going to speak. I want you to do this, this, and this, and this. I want you to share it out this. I want you to post this to your email here. And and it was like, uh, I'm doing this for free. And then you give me the requirements to do. So did you, how did you do it? What was the balance on that? Because, you know, even with podcasters, a lot of podcasters will come back after you've been on their, their show. They'll say, okay, here's what you need to do. Instead of making it like, you know, I think you do it really well. It's like you give us a swipe copy, you get, you know, some images, all that kind of stuff. Um, but what did you do for the speakers when to promote it? So I, since I work in social media, I definitely understand what it's like to have something that's not on brand and not mm-hmm. wanting to share it. Um, right. <laughs> so we tried to, to make things uh, so that it was on brand for just about anyone to share. And cool. most people shared this. Uh, so it was on brand for me because I had a picture of the mountains in it. And anytime right. like you see a mountain, like that's like right. try, kind of like for me or the pink, but uh, not pink isn't for everyone. And so especially a lot of men probably don't want to be putting a pink graphic right. on their Facebook feed. So we tried to make it so that it was on brand. We mm-hmm. try, we put together videos uh, where it was, they could share it to any platform that they wanted to. And it really highlighted them and their uh, presentation, you know, and it, again, I, I tried to give an asset for however it would best fit with their social media strategy, whether it was through a, a, vi- a short form video through a, a, you know, like vertical video a landscape. If it was just through stories, how could they share it in stories? If they want to just do an email, like a newsletter blurb, I know when I do full blown emails, I get a ton of unsubscribes. But right. if I just do like a little blurb at the end saying like, by the way, if you're right. looking to learn how to do blah, 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 you should come to this. Here's a free ticket. So I, I tried to give a variety of ways for people to promote and a ton of people took me up on the offer of going live with them. And that's something that's super easy to do. And it's great for both of us because when you do collab, you know, collabs on Instagram, both 
audiences are notified. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're sharing an audience. We're going live together and we're just talking, we're really highlighting them as a speaker. So that's what a lot of people took me up on the opportunity to do. And really I, with online summits, it is all, especially like free ones. It is all about how sharing it with your audience, even Mm -hmm. if it's just like an email blurb, or even if it is just going live for five minutes, that speaks huge, uh, numbers huge, hugely uh, for the uh, summit host, because that five minutes is only five minutes of your time. But I mean, like there, there was like over a hundred hours that I put in. So just, I appreciated the five minutes. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's the way to do it is make it a collaborative thing. Like you were talking about earlier, being collaborative is having those people come on and, and do it that way and lives and being, then you can repurpose it and all sorts of cool stuff. That's I think is really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, we do have a question I want to pull up from, uh, let's see here, uh, Richard. He goes, um, I, I miss what platform you said you use, Katie. And so I want to talk about that. Like, what are some tools and platforms that you use that you liked for hosting your first online summit? Yeah, so I did everything through um, ClickFunnels and... YouTube. Um, and that was, that was really it. And then face my Facebook group. So, I mean, it was, uh, everything was, was gated. So once the, like it was, it was a click funnels, uh, active campaign page that we had connected. Maybe. Oh, uh, I lost you there for a minute. No, okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, I, I don't know if it's my internet, um, but I, I keep freezing, but anyway, so, uh, I used a click funnels page that was only up for the, the 24 hours. And mm. once those 24 hours were, then we, we took it down and may unpublished the page. Gotcha. So everything was built through click funnels. And then if, as people wanted to watch the event, we, uh, they would just click on the pay on the, the video and it would take them over to YouTube. Mm. So, and, and Richard has another question. And so all the speakers were pre-recorded, but were they in the chat during their live or how did that kind of work? Or was it just you? No, I mean, it was, it, uh, no, it was all, there, there was, uh, it was all just pre-recorded. So I did, I recorded everything in advance. So I did like an interview, mm-hmm. like introduced them, watched their session. And then I did a 15 minute interview afterwards. And again, all of the, the, the I was just in the Facebook group. So what sessions have you watched today? Which which one made the most uh, impact for you? So I was just in there. Uh, No part of this was like, okay, now at this time, you know, Bree Seeley's talking and be sure to tune in next because it's Kendra Swalls. People could pick and choose. Like these are the 12 speakers for today. And you could, it's available from 8 a.m. You know, from 8 a.m. until 8 a.m. tomorrow. You've got to, you can watch all of them or you can watch none of them. So, I mean, it's, it's totally up to you and you can pick and choose that way. I, people could pick the ones that they wanted to see the most and watch them because I mean, and this is one of the things I always like try to, to, to pass off with what I put out there is like, I have a business to run and I would love right. to w- have four right. full days right. to just watch a t- uh, my computer screen, but I right. don't have that time. So if I can just watch one, it, you know, during my lunch break, it's going to be this one. And then maybe tonight I'll watch this one. Cause those are the two that I've been, I've cared about the most. And you know, these were both so good. I'll go ahead and get the VIP so I can watch the yeah. rest on my own time. That's what I was thinking is that upsell is it makes sense. And it, it, and you made it so it wasn't super uh, expensive either to get all access to all the recordings, uh, mm-hmm. which I, a lot of things do. I mean, I, I just talked about earlier about Ecamm's doing the same thing, you know, they're getting all the access and the backstage yeah. passings for the the, uh, the replay because most people can't, like you said. I mean, it'd be great if I could. I mean, I have trouble listening to all my friends' podcasts, like, honestly. Yeah. Um, no, so, no, for real. Like, yeah. I mean, like, it, th- 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 there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. There's there's only so many hours in the day. So how can you get get in and maximize your time and grow your business? And that's, again, that's where I wanted to go with this. And that's why I had, okay, well, if you missed this on personal branding, this is, we kind of talk about it in a different aspect on day two. But mm-hmm. if you watch both, you're really going to have a strong understanding of it. So, I mean... And, and I, uh, I think that that's one of the reasons why it, it worked really well is yeah. people didn't just need to watch a full day on front of the, in front of their computer. They could pick and choose which ones they wanted the most help with. Like some people, like I had people talking about podcasting mm-hmm. and it might not have mattered to them at all about right. 
I don't need podcast help or I don't I have zero interest in a podcast. Yeah. They could pick and choose and be like, ah, oh, here's the LinkedIn one. That's the one I'm interested in. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's great stuff. So Gary has a question. He goes, interesting. So you use like an unlisted YouTube video. Yeah, a lot of people do that, Gary. Um, they have it that way. The link is just hidden and they can use it to, to push out. And it's kind of gated if you don't know the link. Uh, but in yeah. fact, I'm going to probably do something like that. I, I teased it at the the social uh, at uh, the ECAM uh, presentation that I'm doing a Descript course at the end of this month. And, you know, I just, it's probably going to be on YouTube and unlisted in, in that way for my community. So uh, anyway, if you're interested in that, hit me up DM, it'll be cool. Um, okay. So we got tools. Uh, let's go into, because a lot of people think, you know, and I saw here, I saw you, you were posting some Instagram feeds of like, I'm getting, doing this course. And you're like a gigantic bottle of wine or whatever. You're like, Oh, you know, it was like crazy. <laughs> like I, I could tell it was a lot of work, but there's even more work afterwards, right? You have to have this post summit action plan. So Connor, why don't you lead off of that first question uh, you had um, yeah. about that? So take it away. It's great. You know, when you have all this engagement and the, the show goes off without a hitch or maybe some hitches, but it's over and people loved it. How do you keep that momentum going? How do you keep those relationships going after the summit? I know you mentioned Facebook group was a big thing in driving traffic. And as the summit was going on, do you still have that active or what other methods are you using to keep the momentum from the event going? Yeah, the Facebook group is was the is the action plan. I mean, now I have this a Facebook group with two people have left, which is fine. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I still have over five right. five hundred and forty eight people in a Facebook group awesome. that I didn't have before. Right. And I can go in there. I can have. I can go live. I can put, ask questions. I. I asked a question yesterday about the Instagram uh, now allowing five links in your bio. Right. I mean, like I'll ask questions in there all the time, and it's really great opportunity for me to know like, okay, this is what people are struggling with. This is a great way to talk with people that are interested in social media and they're all entrepreneurs. And mm -hmm. so it, the, the Facebook group has been huge. One of the things that I, I do wish that I would, and, and I think that a lot of it is because it was my first summit and I did it over the holidays. I had the action plan of launching my Instagram bootcamp in March. Mm-hmm which was the, the week after the summit. And I was going to, that was going to be my big thing, but I was just so exhausted <laughs> after, yeah. after my summit that now it's, it's kicking off in May and mm -hmm. which is fine. But I mean, like that was the original plan was to have, okay, I'm going to have the summit. And then now that I have all these people in here, they're ready to learn. Like I'm going to offer my Instagram boot camp. but then I needed a break. And so right. I think that you do need to have, by building out the Facebook group, it was a great way for me to, I still have those people there. I can still go and tell them about my Instagram bootcamp now, you know, it, they're still there. I've still been nurturing them and getting to know them and they're getting to know me, but uh, give yourself a little bit of grace after these summits or have something that's ready to go that you've already done before mm. the, the Instagram bootcamp I've been doing group coaching, but it's always been a, like a, an entire like real estate brokerage, like the entire right. brokerage will come in and I'll teach them. So, I mean, I've been doing group coaching for a while, but I haven't done like a full pitch on here, come join my group program, mm -hmm. which was something that I would have needed to do like, immediately right after the summit was over. And I just, I didn't have the capacity. So if you have something in place, right. that's a course maybe, or, you know, that have that as your action plan, because, I think that that's one of the, the biggest reasons why you're doing a summit is to get all these people in here to get to know you better. Um, but at the Facebook group has been a great, a great uh, thing to have now. And I have people in there that are starting conversations and are communicating and collaborating. And that makes me happy. Nice. That's cool. Uh, so the, one of the questions I have is like, are you using any of it and repurposing it and dripping it out? Are you still offering the, like the replays if people want to come and purchase them? I mean, or is it like, you know, it's, I know it's really popular to like, it's only up for this amount of time and, you know, get it now while it's hot or it's going to be gone forever. Um, do you, I mean, do you do that kind of stuff or like, how are you using the content? Cause you got a lot of content, like all of a sudden of you have like a huge catalog of this stuff. You could put it out just as a podcast, you know, all this stuff yeah. for like probably two years. So What's your idea? I could do like yeah, forty two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what? Are, what are um? What are your ideas or thoughts for the repurposing? Are you, are you doing anything with it? 
I love that you asked the repurposing question. That's so on brand for you, Jeff. Um, but no, I, it's, so for me, what I've done is I took uh, all of the sessions that were like day by day and I took like all the personal branding sessions and I put them together and now they're in a certain spot for all of my coaching clients. Right. And they, so, Hey, you want to know, so personal branding, we need help with that here. Watch these videos. And they're basically trainings by some of the best in the industry for you to watch and they're free. So I took all of the different sessions based on, you know, like a, a broader topic of like LinkedIn, Instagram video, uh, you know, all of the different things. And now I have them as, uh, special trainings for my one-on-one -on -one clients. Uh, that's only available if you're a one-on-one -on -one client. I also took, uh, so like some of the sponsors, like Joe Polizzi from CEX, he was one of the sponsors. Um, he's the founder of the Tilt newsletter. And he was one of the sponsors of Social Profit Lab. And he came on and so we got to have a 30-minute conversation. It was a great conversation. So I took that and I repurposed it as a podcast that came out oh, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Um, and I've been dying to have him on my show, but I mean, he's, he's always traveling the world it's right. speaking. And so I was able to get him on my podcast now and have a great episode. Um, so I've, I've taken some things and repurposed them in that regard. I did do what you said, where it was like, okay, with the recording VIPs are only gonna be available for two more weeks. Right. So if you missed out right. on anything, now's the time to get them. And, you know, like I said, I want to be able to give the, these to my clients and right. my one-on-one -on -one clients of like a higher level training uh, for people that want to to work one-on-one -on -one with me and just need a little bit extra help in a certain a certain area awesome That's, yeah. so i love your your the what you've been thinking about and and how you've thought it through there's a lot of things that i think a lot of people including myself will steal um you can. but before we ask this last question connor i want to know like did, on your post like follow-up strategy is there anything that you like a mistake that you made that you wish you would have done different other than like, I mean, you mentioned like, I wish I had something to follow up right away with instead of uh, mm -hmm. going past. Is there something you would tell like, you know, a friend of yours, like I'm going to do it online, something like you did, um, you know, something that, that you may have forgotten or you wish you would have done better for the, the follow-up plan after the summit is over? Well, I definitely feel that I, I overcommitted myself with the, the number of speakers that I had. Um, I, I, which I mean, like I loved every single speaker. That's why I had right. them all there. But, right. but I, I wish that I, if I do this again, I'm only going to probably have 20 because gotcha. I think it yeah. was so much information. It was, it, I mean, it was a lot of work for me, but it was a ton of information to be giving out to my audience mm -hmm. that they weren't able to watch everything and do all the things. And so I think that next time less, less is more. Um, right. And I, I would absolutely uh, give yourself a little bit of grace. Um, like I said, I was just on content burnout and right. in the month of March, that's when I had planned on launching this boot camp. I only ended up doing three social media posts. Mm. I was just so burnt out on creating content. So have your content ready to go. I mean, I always talk about, you know, you know, it's great to batch your content and it's right. great to have every, you know, but I didn't even have time to do that. So give yourself the grace of, you know, having some space afterwards, if you are going to be doing a lot of the content yourself, like I sat down and did a lot of these recordings with or all the recordings with everybody. And so give yourself the grace afterwards for having things in automation, having things ready to go, ready for emails, ready for social media. And for me, like I, I think I definitely missed out on a lot of opportunities just because I was so exhausted right. from the summit. And so, right. I mean, which it was so much fun. I mean, I don't want to give it a bad name, but I mean, I, I was really tired, but I had so much fun doing it. Yeah. I, and I told Jenny this, I was, I was like, man, I'm having more fun doing this than, you know, my full-time job, <laughs> you know, right. this is great. Yeah. And it, it was, it was a blast to do. I just wish that uh, I would have had the opportunity to have automations in place so that things could have kept running for the Katie Brinkley brand mm -hmm. um, the way that I they I would have loved for them to with all these new people that had just come into my world. Gotcha. Well, thank you. So, I mean, for I mean, it's that you're so transparent on like, hey, this is what I would have done different. Yeah. I screwed up here. I would have done this. So <laughs> I appreciate you being honest because that really does help us uh, who haven't done one before think ahead and, you know, okay, Katie said to do this. I'm going to do it. Something you might want to, so I'm going to give the unsolicited advice. I've seen a lot of people do it. My friend Lou Mangiello has done it. Um, 
they'll take like the interviews or the trainings and they'll make an ebook which you've got all this content, you know, I know. And, and everyone did sign, everyone did sign up, you know, a a thing, but I mean, at the same time too, like I I just, if everyone's collaborating with, and this is, I I don't know, it was all their, the the gift of their time. And Mm -hmm. I would, I feel terrible. Like I almost felt terrible just like saving these and repurposing Uh, them for my one-on-one clients. I was just like, gosh, I, should I be doing this? And I mean, it was, I could do an ebook. I could do a full book. I mean, the amount of knowledge that was shared, I could give off a textbook. Um, But I, I I definitely, I don't know the navigation on how I would do that with, without feeling like I was essentially stealing. Yeah. I mean, since you're a radio person, you could do a podcast, like little clips or something. I mean, that would be, because you have so much content. I just like, I think my little repurposing brain is like, all the stuff. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I know, I know, and I, I totally should do that. Like a best of like mm-hmm. segment, yeah. I could totally do that with like all of the different. That's what maybe that maybe maybe I can do that and yeah, and feel be cool. You feel like, good about because you'd be promoting yeah. them. It'd be like this is because you're yeah. like this is from you know this person yeah. came on and did this. So anyway, anyway, sorry, my my brain just like oh content. Um, last question, Connor. <laughs> I'll let you go. Sorry, I've been hijacking. Katie, you talked so much about you know, new relationships that, that you got from this, um, or maybe it was an existing relationship and it just kind of flourished, at, uh, uh, because of the summit after the summit, how can you leverage those partnerships and those collaborations for future projects? And I think this is a great question, not just if you're putting on the summit, but maybe if you're a presenter at the summit or you're an attendee, how can you take those relationships and continue with them in a collaborative way in the future? I think that with the summit, you know, and I was talking about this earlier, like I, it was real no financial goal for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it was great for me to build my list and have a Facebook group, but I'm still seeing the benefits of having the summit. I'm still because uh, I was asked to speak at three events, um, two of which are paid speaking right. events What that I, you know, I get travel and hotel and my mm-hmm. speaker's fee. And that's because of the, the partnerships of them speaking on my event. And then I, I also got uh, another digi- virtual event that I'm that I'm speaking at next week. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if I would have had those opportunities because these people, and, and I think, and, you know, Jeff and, and Connor, you probably agree with this. When you're the podcast host, you're asking somebody else the questions. Mm-hmm. And then you can be a great interviewer, but they don't know your your expertise necessarily right. and, mm-hmm. and how you know, your thought leadership, the way that you do things differently. And I think that by me having this extra time with the different uh, speakers, it really helped them understand more about what it is that I do, you know, what I offer, what I speak to, because you, you can only get to know somebody so quickly, especially when they're asking you all the questions. And so it definitely opened up more speaking opportunities for me. I think that uh, I've been a, again, a podcast, podcast guest now on a couple of their shows. We've done Instagram lives like Bree Seely and I have done a couple Instagram lives together. And I think it's, it's definitely helped grow the, the, Hey, well, I know Katie Brinkley does this. I'm going to tag her in this post, or I'm going to share the, you know, they're, they're looking for somebody that can speak on social media. I'm going to tell this event organizer about Katie because I've given them a platform. Now they're wanting to give me my own platform. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Absolutely. So speaking of great replays, don't forget our friends over at Ecamm. You can find out more about them. Social media news live.com forward slash Ecamm. And also get these replays. I mean, seriously, just for the dealcasters session alone and uh, some other of my friends on there, they're just amazing. I spoke as well. So you can get don't, replays. Don't sleep on Jeff either. Jeff That's, did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. All the content. Thank you. Yeah. So we talked about AI and a bunch of stuff. Um, so yeah. we're going to be talking about that more in the show uh, in, in the future. But ecam.tv forward slash leap replay. Make sure you check them out. It was a lot of fun. All right. This last section, I want to give Katie plenty of time to talk about. She's talked about it a little bit, but this organic Instagram boot camp that you're doing. Yeah. And from what I understand and looking at your, your site, it's this. I, I mean, uh, Morning Brew is an email I get every uh, morning. They talk about yeah. having a cohort course, and this sounds like a cohort type course. So yeah. talk about what that is, how it works, and 
and maybe even like kind of bridge between the online summit to this and how it's different, how is it similar and how you're using maybe some of the connections you made for this as well. Yeah. So the organic Instagram bootcamp, yeah, it's kind of like a cohort and it's the opportunity for you to get together in a small group coaching set uh, setting where we have the opportunity to learn and grow and implement together. And it's, it's only four weeks long. And the reason for that is because summer is almost here and I want to, I, I'm on a mission to get people to show up less on social media, which I'm sure sounds pretty crazy because I work in social media, but I'm a business owner first. And I understand the defeat you can feel when you open up Instagram and you see somebody with a hundred thousand followers saying, well, the reason you're not, you know, finding success is because you're not posting enough. It's because you're, you should do this 30 reels a day challenge. You should do this. I mean, like, and really who has time for that? And, you know, like I said before, in March, I was burnt out. I posted three times on social media, but my business didn't fail. In right. fact, I generated more revenue than I, I typically do. And I, I was still having DM conversations. I was still getting inbound leads. And it was because of the strategy that I teach. And that's what I'm not telling you to only post on social media three times, but the, the, what I teach is a four post social media strategy, the uh, awareness to action. So over these four posts, how can you show up an effective way that's building your audience, nurturing your audience and selling to your audience on a consistent basis? And that's what the bootcamp is going to teach you. So everything from how to set up your profile the right way to how to post the different ways on Instagram, how to find those collaboration opportunities, how to have those DM conversations so that they do uh, generate into to leads and into sales and to power partners. And so it's all the things of Instagram. It is a four week accelerated training that's going to teach you all the different ways to, to grow your Instagram account. And it includes a 30 minute training from me, time for Q&A and time for implementation. So there's really no excuses during these four weeks to not uh, build out your Instagram strategy. And you're going to have everything in place for summer. So by Memorial Day weekend, you will have a system in place for your social media and you'll still be getting inbound leads. So you can show up less this summer and spend more time outdoors with your friends and family and less time on your phone. Oh, that sounds great. Connor. Or more time indoors. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. watch. And not. Yeah, if that's your thing, then totally. I mean, like, yeah. it's it, teach their own. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Colorado, so I'm always like, that's right. Get outside. Get outside yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, Memorial Day weekend here in Florida is usually when we stop going outside because uh, of the boiling hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so talk about so you're the thing about a cohort, and it's different from like a, a, just like a, a training or an online training. Mm-hmm. You're kind of working there beside them, right? So you have it structured. So like, that's what I love about doing them is because they, you can tailor them. Like if like, they don't understand like a basic thing, you're like, okay, I'm not just going to plow ahead and teach them something that's, that's over their heads. I'm going to go to, you know, and help them with what they need right now. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the way it's built out is so that we're going to have time for, uh, wins at the beginning of every single, uh, session. And then I will be doing a training and then there's time for Q and A. And as implementation happens, I, we're all in there together working and implementing and Hey, I'm struggling with this. Anybody can ask questions. I can answer questions. Um, and Hey, I know that you work in real estate too, or whatever. What have you done for this type of post in the past? And we're all just, it's group. And I I feel like I've said this over and over on the, on this episode here, (laughs) but we're all collaborating and that this is the the magic that happens when we all work together. Like there is enough business for all of us and what you can find somebody that lives in a different state from you and go live together on Instagram and just get comfortable doing that. So that way you can start asking other people to come and collaborate with you. Maybe you want to start a podcast someday, but you should get started on Instagram first, or or you don't know how to talk to somebody on an Instagram live, or you're just a nervous about starting it. There's people that are in the same spot as you are, and you guys can work together and find ways to support each other. Mm, That's great. And I, you can not talk about collaboration enough on this podcast. (laughs) The key is, is to open Katie Brinkley's emails. That's what we've learned 
from this show. Yeah. Um, so you can be on her online so much. Um, but can you like, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Can you give us like one of your, your favorite tips for creating compelling Instagram content that stands out? Like, I know you're gonna talk about that in your online course, but like something for our audience here, like what would you tell somebody like, Hey, give me a quick tip on Instagram that, that you found helpful. Okay. So it's, it's kind of quick, but the, the four post strategy, it, it's, it's the biggest tip. And the first two posts, I mean, like the, this is where you can get by with posting less. So mm -hmm. the very first post is the awareness. How are you bringing people into your sphere, whether it's through a reel and you're, you know, cause right. Instagram pushes those out to people that don't follow you. Let's say you do a quick reel about like my three favorite podcasting tools that I use as social media. And I'm just pointing at the screen, right. you know, with like it's CapShow and this one and, you know, and whatever, and that's the reel. But then the next day, that's where now these new people that have come into your world, you do a carousel post. The reason that I love CapShow is because I can do this and this and this. Mm -hmm. I've built out my authority. And then on the third post, that's your community building post where you can identify with your ideal client and customers. Tell them a story. Tell them something that you struggled through, how you've been there before. And then the fourth post is the action post. Click, you know, click the link in my bio to listen to the podcast, you know, sign up for the Instagram boot camp by commenting mm -hmm. boot camp below. Right. You're asking them to take action. And so when you do this four post strategy, it's not overwhelming. You're just building every single week off of what you've already created. And it's, it's going to help you so that you don't burn out. Awesome. See there, that's, that's why you stay to the end of the show folks is because of great <laughs> stuff like Katie. So Katie, before we wrap up, we're, we're kind of at the end of our time. Let's uh, tell everybody where they can find you. I mean, I've been flashing up your, your uh, URL, but for the podcast listeners, it's katiebrinkley.com. That's K-A-T-I-E-B-R-I-N-K-L-E-Y.com. Make sure you guys go check her out, follow her. Uh, and that's where they can find out about the, the organic Instagram Cohort camp. Yeah. Camp. If you, if you go to yeah. katiebrinkley.com slash bootcamp, that will take you right there and you can sign up and join us. It kicks off on star Wars day. on May Oh, 4th. that's right. Of course. Uh, so and tell them what other things you do. I mean, talk about your podcast too, because I think it's yeah. a great way you, uh, to get to know you as well. Yeah. You've been a guest on my show. So if you listen to any episode, be sure to listen to Jeff's episode first. <laughs> um, but it's called Rocky mountain marketing episodes come out twice a week. Uh, once a week, it is a uh, interview, and the other one is a quick cast where I just jump in and give you a eight to ten minute tip on social media. And um, yeah, it's it's called Rocky Mountain Marketing. If you want to connect with me on social media, uh, Instagram and LinkedIn are the best spots to do that, and you can find me by searching for Katie Brinkley. Awesome. The unsinkable Connor Brown. Where can we find out more about you, my friend? Man, that that sounds like my WWE wrestler name that I'm going right, to start. Unsinkable Connor Brown. If you want to learn more about me, head over to www.opinion.com. And if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, whatever it is, you can find a whole bunch of resources there and reach out to me on social media at WDW Opinion. So you, are you back on the TikToks now? The TikToks? You know, no. So gave up TikTok for Lent, haven't re-downloaded it, and I'm oh. feeling pretty great about it. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have to. He's on there if you want to check him out. He does some, some cool stuff. Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. Katie, thank you so much once again. You know, I know we'll have you on again because you're just amazing and very transparent for all your tips that you gave today, what you've learned. I appreciate you, and thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Social Media News Live.